Excursus 2. It is completely black within the cavern. It intervals to your right or left, ahead or behind. Spaces are lit where something may be seen. It should remind you of a carnival sideshow ride, a house of mechanical horrors, through which you travel twisting corridors on rails, lurching in your little car, surrounded by noises of unseen machinery, and suddenly entering into tableau vivant, vignettes revealed in vivid or moody spotlight, as the case may be, intended to shock and amaze or to affect with heartfelt distress. the traveler who is companion which is the witness and which the blind one the tableaus that appear are not obscure though he does not believe at once what he sees or what he thinks and as the darkness continues relentless also is his mind it is encompassed thus he cannot separate the visual from thought and so begins to think what is seen is true. Between adventitious apparitions, he has no thoughts he knew. His mother's at a table eating cake, having tea. She is alone and must be widowed, but it's before she'd lost her mind. She's how he remembered her, as she'd always been. He speaks, but she gets up to look out the window as though she'd heard him out of doors. He speaks again, and she opens up the window and throws out Kukin to some birds. He turns toward darkness and forgets. His father lies below him on his bed. He is suffering as he dies. He wants, he says, someone to help him. He is afraid and cannot hear. He looks wholly terrified. He turns toward darkness and forgets. Marguerite is huddled in a darkened closet in his house. She is filthy and undressed. Outside its door some men are talking to whom she listens. She sees Faustus in the darkness. He appears half clear. She suckles a baby at her bare breast while looking at Faustus vacantly. Then at their summons, 
lays aside her child and steps before them naked. He turns toward darkness and forgets. Mephistopheles appears, his white face hovering. He tells him he is dead. But do not fear. It is temporary, and soon, he says, you will forget. He shows to him this book you read. He turns toward darkness and forgets. Then in his mouth he feels the stone. Its presence restores him awareness. But then his belly cut, his bowels drawn out, are spilled in hot coils. Someone slices his right eye with a razor, thin as paper. Faustus cannot see his enemy, only briefly the slicing glint. While many hands, many fingers try to take the stone away, to pry it forcibly from his mouth. They slash his face from mouth to ear with the razor, to split his cheek, expose his teeth and bleeding bone, to forcibly dislodge the stone. His teeth stay tightly clenched. The little stone has hardened, but enlarging it seeks release. The stone, the pain, is all he feels, but the stone shall not be freed. He turns toward darkness and forgets.